Hey guys, thank you for joining us for, I think it is episode five, five of the Live Podcast. Uh, this is going to be not the scheduled one that we we're going to do, this is a different one. Um, we just thought it would be a good one to do, around about this time. And it is the time between Christmas and New Year, which is kind of limbo. So we're going to give you nine tips for Crimbo Limbo. Yeah. That, Aaron, that was Aaron's idea, by the way, that was his title. <laughs> Uh, just some actionable steps you can take between now and the start of 2020. And, yeah, go from that. Yeah. So how was your Christmas, Aaron? Uh, it was good. Spent most of it working, but when I came home on Christmas Day, it had all the leftovers and stuff ready for us, so it was really nice. Really had three plates of Christmas dinner. It was nice. Nice. How, was, how about you? What was yours like? It's good. Very nice. Enjoy some time with the kids. Um... I would say it was quiet, and I would say it was relaxing, but I'd be talking crap. <laughs> the kids were absolutely nuts. It was the first Christmas where they kind of really understood. Uh, probably bouncing off the walls from Christmas Eve, and they're probably still bouncing off the walls now. <laughs> so I'm actually at work having a bit of a rest. Or, <laughs> Just uh, having a bit of a break away. Having a bit of a break away from the craziness. Uh, but it was good, they loved it. Uh, you know, as you kind of get older, when you get to my age, Aaron, you see, it's it's all about the kids. You kind of, <laughs> yeah, you're still young, you can still enjoy the magic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go through. We'll do we'll do the nine tips. Um, the first one, this is number one. We're gonna identify goals for 2020. So this is important because then, once if you still if you do this now, then. Once you get into January, you have all this set. We did speak about goals, and if you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen to the podcast, which I think was episode two. Two, I want to say. Uh, I think it was episode two, identify some goals. So we're not going to go too much into it, but basically just identify what's going to be important and get you motivated and excited for 2020. Well, so that's tip number one. Yeah, good tip. So for the second one, it would be just get out and get active and hit the gym really sort of I think what's important is keeping sort of a structure of getting out and doing stuff rather than sort of because I think it's real easy to sort of sit back and yeah sit back at home with your feet up pack, like box of quality streets just watching loads of different Christmas movies just as I've done it with Home Alone and quality streets before um, but so say arrange any time you sort of can to just get out, go maybe go for a little walk around the block. If sort of, if you've got a dog, then this is perfect because they are literally an excuse just to get out and walk. Or if you've got a baby. Or if you've got, or if you've got a baby. Not speaking from experience on that one. Or um, then just even if the gym, your nearest gym, because I know that we have, do have quite a few listeners from around Manchester area. Um, even if your nearest gym is open, just go in and you could just pot around and do a, fit, do a couple of things, do like a, um, just a little little session with like a few of the cardio machines, just some it's of the It's kind weird. of weird. It's one of the things that I do and, and like this time of year or when I go on holiday, I just do workouts. I don't train and I think we spoke about this before on the podcast. I just wing it. So I, I come in and do the things that I want to do. I have a little bit of fun. I just burn some calories, you know, get a bit sweaty and just do the things you enjoy. Because you're keeping that structure, you know, just, just going outside and getting some fresh air. You're just keeping structure and you're doing some good to your body. Yeah, getting up and getting back into that environment. So when January comes around and you need to get in and get training, then 
it doesn't seem like as much of a chore to get back into it. It seems Certainly. quite easy. Burn a few extra calories as well. So everybody's probably over eight at Christmas. Hands up, I have. I think I devoured a box of Maltesers, the big boxes. Not to myself, I'm a total gannet. But it was, you know, it, 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 it's what you do. So just, it just burn a few extra calories means that you've, you've consumed over the last two days. Yeah. So number three, drink one glass of water every morning. I've done this for as long as I can remember, probably for the past 10 years, maybe. Um, every morning, the first thing I do when I get up is just have a big glass of water. There's a big reason for this. Um, it just, it gets your system fired up. So once you start, once you drink water, it just fires all your internal organs up, gets everything just functioning. Um, but it actually wakes you up more than what caffeine does. If I get up and I say I had a cup of coffee first, having a glass of water actually wakes me up more than what a cup of coffee does. The caffeine takes a little bit of time to kick in. The water's instantaneous. It's literally in. It just, it fires your whole system up. You just feel good. In fact, what I would do, you could maybe make this as a challenge for 2020, or you can start from now. Every day, for the next 30 days, have a big glass of water and just write down how you feel afterwards and I guarantee you will feel so much better. It's like what's something um, Shona Virtue on Instagram says, she's like hydrate before you caffeinate and every morning she'll, before she has a coffee, she has a big glass of water as well, which I think is just... Well, the thing is as well, if, you're, if your system's up and ready and functional well, then when you take your coffee in, the caffeine's gonna have a better effect. So, number four is um, sort of structure meal timings for 2020. This is kind of just super important and this is one of the things I start with clients with all the time. Structure meal timings, it doesn't matter what you eat in this meal, just structure it because then if it's structured, so let's say you get up at, say you, I'm just gonna pull some numbers out of the air just to make it easy. Just say you eat breakfast at eight o'clock, you eat dinner at 12 o'clock, you have a snack at three o'clock and then you eat your tea at six o'clock. Keep these times structured because then it doesn't matter what you have in these meals, you can then adjust these meals. You can make the meals better quality. You can adjust the calories in them. You can just make it a better meal within time. But if it's structured, you know that you eat at this time. It doesn't have to be kind of eight o'clock on the dot. It could be, say, I don't know, between eight and 10, you have your breakfast. Between 11 and one, you have your dinner. Whatever it is, whatever works for you. But it's just having this structure now, then when you come to 2020, because you've identified your goals, you're already putting some good things in there, this is already set. So number five would be structured training days and times for 2020, which um, I sort of, this one really helped me sort of this year, well, later end of this year when I actually started doing it. Um, just because getting into a structure of going to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, was a lot easier for me than finding time just to sort of come in, say, on a random Tuesday. But say, on ev at the, so every week I'd come in at least three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Feels like I've lost my train of thought now here for some reason. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, so you come in Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, and then so over the festive sort of times, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I get up and sort of do, like I ordered some bands from uh, my protein, they were like three quid, some resistance bands. I get up and just have a little sort of stretch sort of and then got some... Um, so you, you some kept your timings even though you weren't coming to the gym? Yeah. So you kept these as part of, you were doing something based around training, you were stretching, you were doing mobility work, 
but you were still doing it at that time that you were coming to the gym. Yeah. Is that what you? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, structuring your, your training days. This is this is kind of so important, um, because then this becomes your non-negotiable. This becomes your, this is your time. You don't give up this time for anybody or anything, you know, unless it's a real emergency. But these become your times. This is why, like, if we have, we have uh, groups and certain times and it works for people, or we have people who do personal training, they come in specific times, it works for them because they have an appointment, they have to come at that time. It's structured, six o'clock in the morning becomes their training time, or half past nine in the morning becomes their training time, whatever time it is, this becomes part of the life. And then once it's part of your life, it becomes a habit. So if you identify these things now, then it's, it's even just by sitting down and writing down on a piece of paper, this is gonna put a lot of positivity. It's gonna have you thinking positive and you're gonna be thinking coming to 2020, yes, I've got this set, I've got this done. You're gonna feel good about it. You're gonna feel accomplished and you're gonna feel excited for when you actually do start it. Yeah. So number six, eat more fiber. So let's just care, uh, let's just not even touch on what you should and shouldn't eat. Let's just say we've had, last few days, food's been a bit random, there's been a lot of quality streets, there's been a lot of pigs and blankets, Aaron, there's been a lot of other things. Yeah, what generally happens is, is the quality of the food goes down, but the quality of the food goes up. More crisps, more sweets, and it just it's it's a bit of a it kind of it's a bit of a spiral effect. So you kind of you start a little bit and it gets more and more and more and more. So you start consuming a lot of calories because you're not feeling full of it. If you just start putting some more fiber in your food now, you know, you could just when you get up in the morning, after your glass of water, you could have an apple or something like this. You could just put start putting more fiber in you and what you'll find is you'll not want as many sweets, you'll not feel like you need to go and open that bag of Doritos and munch the whole share bag or open the tin of quality streets and eat 20 handfuls just simply by putting more fiber in your diet you know go and make a nice meal with lots of things in it you might want some chocolate afterwards that's fine don't worry about it but have your fiber first now stir fry fruits vegetables whatever it is just start increasing that now and then again it's something positive that you're doing to your day it's something positive that you're putting into your food already. So when it comes to 2020, again, you have this structure, you have this habit, you've already created. Yeah, pretty much. So for no, oh, I'm sorry, and fiber helps you poop. Just uh, put that in there. Because <laughs> what happens is as well, people eat a lot of rubbish. They'll find that the bowel movements start becoming a little bit infrequent. You know, let's just say that without getting too much detail, you go at 8 o'clock in the morning. Let's say you're very frequent at 8 o'clock in the morning. Then you'll find is actually, you haven't been all day. You probably haven't been all day because the food that you're eating isn't great food. If you start putting fibre back in now, it'll help shift everything and get everything out. Me. Fair so enough. Just, just, just put that in Just there. a little added point. So, number seven would be, sort of be careful of the social media highlight reels. So with this one, especially during this time, I think is when a lot of people are feeling more vulnerable and sort of a bit fragile, sort of in terms of they know they've overeaten, maybe 
for whoever's even stepped on the scales to see that they're a few kilograms heavier, even though most of this is water. Um, but they'll still sort of go on Instagram and see all these sort of Gymshark sort of all these fitness models who they follow, or even all these just normal supermodels who they follow, who genuinely get paid to sort of look like that, and sort of they have they eat so many like they're on such low calories to maintain that even during Christmas, but all you see is the pictures of them looking great and like in an amazing studio with sort of aesthetic lighting, all the, like even just the makeup done and stuff. And then when you sort of look in your mirror in your bedroom, which isn't got like, which isn't a full-blown studio with like tens of thousands of budget behind each photo, and sort of you're comparing them too, just doesn't really seem, doesn't seem logical when you sort of put it like this, but a lot of people still do it, which I'd sort of say just a tip for this sort of time is just to be careful of that and sort of acknowledge sort of people, sort of the difference between you and all these different models that you see online during Christmas and try and think back to sort of if you've enjoyed your Christmas and they've sort of you don't know if they have or not yeah I think it's 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 comparison isn't it yeah and I, I got stuck on a lot of this a while ago and it was you you look you do look at again probably what you're saying you see someone who's with a six-pack and they're looking in great shape and they've got a Santa hat on you think oh man I just feel fat and bloated and I'm not in good shape because I've eaten all these quality streets. But you might have had a really good time over Christmas. You know, you might have enjoyed lots of family time, you might even just have a good laugh. You might have consumed more than what you normally have, but if you've enjoyed it, this is again, just because this person looks like this, it doesn't mean that actually they might have had a, they might have cried the whole of Christmas Day because mm. they couldn't have any turkey. They might have you know, they might be so depressed that they would do anything just to change lives with somebody else. But all you see on social media is the highlights. Again, exactly what I was just saying there. It's just, it's just, it's this kind of false pretense that you kind of see. You only see the front of it. Um, you know, like I put, I put photos on. on you know, we've had, a, we've had a really nice Christmas, and all the photos I put up was being with us on like the Christmas tree and the kids and having a laugh and stuff like that. I do put other stuff on me on my stories, but if you look at the Instagram feed itself, it's just it's pictures of us smiling and that. You know, I haven't put the, the fact on there that it's actually been quite intense in terms of we've got two young kids it's been hard so there's been you know there's been a lot of sort of there has been no arguments but there's been a lot of sort of what's uh, you know like I'm trying to think of the word as well it's completely yeah, gone so like, you know the kids go crazy you don't end up shouting at them people don't see all this kind of part of it it just looks like oh they've had a lovely perfect Christmas look at the big smiley faces and things like this and that was there maybe like a couple of second photo and yes there have been some really good times but there's also been some times where it's been quite stressful, um, you know, and it's been quite tiring and not so much the the picture kind of perfect image. And this is probably the best way of understanding that these things like on social media are just highlights. They're just the highlights of people's lives. You don't understand or you don't understand their life and what they're actually going through. It may be completely different what's... What's actually happening. What's actually happening, yeah. Um... And this kind of brings us to number nine. No, it doesn't. I'm completely lying. This brings mm. us to number, number eight. eight. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. This brings us to number eight. And this is limiting your social media time. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hands up. I actually, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. Um, I do put stuff up on social media. Um, and I'll do flick through, but I do limit my time on it. Um, I look at certain people's accounts. And when I look at social media, I see what I can get from it. 
I don't necessarily look at all the rubbish that's on it. Mm-hmm. I'll look at certain people's accounts if I can get some value from there, or maybe it's something that someone's quite close to us, and I like to look and see what they're doing in the life. But that's as much as what I use it for. And I did actually find myself, I think it was, um, I think it may have been last night. No, was it, was it last night or Christmas night? I can't remember now. I sat on social media and I flicked through it and I was there for about half an hour. And it was just mindless scrolling and I've never done that for, it's probably the first time I've done it this year. And it just made us feel absolutely rotten. I thought, well, I've just spent, I've just wasted half an hour of my life looking at everybody else's life and wasted half an hour of my own. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I didn't get anything from it. Again, what you end up doing is you end up going on the back of the social media highlight reels. You, you look at what everybody else is doing and you get, you get brought into this level of insecurity. You think, oh man, oh, they've done this. Well, I only done that. Or, you know, I don't know, their tree was bigger than my tree or their presence were more than my presence. And whatever it is, you do get kind of, it's hard to get brought in. It's, it's easy to get dragged into it. Yeah. So... The tip was to spend more or less, spend less time on social media. Or sort of audit who you follow in a way. Yeah. Sort of say, because one thing that I sort of did this year was um, sort of, I unfollowed a lot of different sort of accounts. So where it was like sort of just even general memes where it's just like sort of self-deprecating humour in a way. But like sort of when I'm processing that and that's what I'm thinking about and sort of sharing with people and seeing other people share, that's sort of where I'm at. And then sort of since I've unfollowed them and started filling up with, say, more educational and just more entertaining stuff. So, like, say, so from the Facebook group, Coffee with Dan, sort of with that, I see a lot of posts about different stuff, which loads of different entrepreneurs are sort of doing. And, like, I sort of pick up on little sort of tips from different posts and sort of think, oh, that's a, that's a good idea. Like, rather than sort of me sitting there reading this post and being like, oh, yeah, I mean, I feel what, pretty rubbish now. I mean, one of the things that I, I generally do is, and this this gives sometimes gives my me inspiration. This kind of goes on from limiting the social media time, listen to podcasts or listen and read books. So while I do say I'm following somebody on Instagram, they might just recommend a book or they might recommend a podcast. I'll say, oh, that sounds really interesting. So then what I'll do is I'll go and listen to that podcast or listen to that book or read that buy that book and read that book. Um, I actually I think I bought two books off Amazon the other day. Um, actually, it's uh, Jay Alderton's new book. I bought his new book. Meltdown, is it? Meltdown. Um, I, I like Jay Alderton's stuff. I like what he puts up. Uh, you know, he's a really kind of knowledgeable guy. Um, his content's really good. It's very positive, and, and he's just brought a new book out. So my, me being on social media, I got that value from what he was offering, and I've went and, and bought his book. And off the back of that, I bought another couple of books as well. But these are positive things. Yes, I might have spent, you know, ten pound or whatever it was, but. I've invested this money into something that's going to give me some value back. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, limiting your social media time and just listen to some podcasts or, or read books or listen to some audio books instead. Still on your phone, you know, put some headphones in, get an audible up, um, and just listen to a, a good book. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, this oh, takes us to... This is the final one. The final point, number nine. This is number nine. So start building your support network. So this was sort of touched on this in the last point where it's sort of just orders who is really around you in a way. So sort of on social media, how I was talking about what you sort of see, what con- you decide sort of what content you see and what you take in. But with this one, so sort of just 
order to who's around you in a way really yes yeah, so, i mean so start being selective with the people that you spend your time with now this is not just means on your kind of everyday life this is a i mean this doesn't mean just like your, your personal life social media as well you know social media and in your real life that makes sense your, yeah your real life not just on social media so being selective of the people that you're surrounding yourself with you know again if you're looking on social media and, you, and you're brought into everybody else's life and you're looking at what they're doing and you're comparing yourself and that's going to be really negative to you and you're going to feel really kind of down but and if you're in a group where people are being supportive um you know they're offering advice and they're trying to help people this is going to bring a lot of positivity to your life it's the same on the outside you know if you're surrounding yourself with people who you know i always use the example of it's probably just because of because we're from the northeast there's a big drinking culture um and what i get a lot from my clients um and i'm going to use one client as an example i'm not going to kind of name names name names but you know one of the big things that we've kind of the big journey that she's gone through over the past 18 months is that she would drink all weekend and she would get absolutely hammered and she's actually turned away from that now and she's a complete opposite person but her friends who she knocks around with still try to drag her back down they call her uh, boring say mm. she's changed she's not the same person she used to be uh, misery because she doesn't drink yeah misery, misery yeah exactly um, and it's it's not nice and it's it brings her down because then what she'll do, she'll come into a session and because she feels a little bit agitated because she feels like she's she's the different one and she is different. But she's different because she's grown and she's moved on. It's not to say she shouldn't go out and have a drink because she still does. She still goes out and enjoys herself. Um, but not to which, a point where it's literally every day of the weekend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to kind of limit your time. If you find out somebody's dragging you down, because of their negativity, then you need to spend maybe less time with them. Same on social media, if you're following people or you're in groups where people are just bashing other people and they're, you know, they're pulling people down, it's maybe it's time to move on from that and find a group that isn't and just support, surround yourself with people who are gonna help you on your journey you know, and not believe in what you're doing. I think that's one of the big things as well. A lot of people sort of don't support other people's dreams and said out of jealousy or they just don't believe that they can do it. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's be with people who do support your dreams um, and off the back of that you can join our group which is the Lyft Coffee Stop and that's on Facebook so you listen to this podcast so I'm guessing that what we talk about is relevant to you and you're sort of interested in a way interested in our crack so this is our, our Lyft Coffee Stop group is going to be um, it's been running for a while now, but we're going to really put a lot of effort into building this up over the next year, two years, five years, ten years. But everybody that joins it next week, what we'll do is we'll send you an ebook and we'll send you a recipe book. So these two things are really going to be uh, valuable to you moving forward in 2020 because you already identified your goals because you're going to do that now. You've got a recipe book and you've got an ebook. That's going to help you just put the things in place. So all you need to do is you just uh, either go on Facebook and find Lift Coffee Stop, or I think there's a link in the... Yeah, there's a link in the show notes, which I'll, all you do is click on that, and it should take you to either the website or the app. Not sure, because it does, it does 50-50 for me sometimes when I click on links. Um, but then you join, and then either we'll see that you've joined, um, and we'll just 
message you and send you it. Or if you want, because we most likely will miss a few people, just when you join, just drop either me or Kira a message um, saying, look, well, hi, I've joined from the podcast. So especially we'll find out, I mean, we can look at the anal- analytics analytics from the um, the podcast, and we've seen this, we've got quite a few listeners actually not around this area, which is quite amazing. Um, but you can still be part of our community. You know, you can join our group and, and be part of what we're doing. And, you know, come into somewhere where you can help support people as well, because this is what we're all about. It's not just about what we're delivering. It's about what everybody else can offer. You know, you're supporting somebody else, somebody else is supporting you. And we're coming together as a big group, and just everybody achieves. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, and that's pretty much it. So I'm just going to quickly go through these again. Um, just bullet point them. So if you have a pen, maybe. So number one, identify some goals for 2020. Number two, get out, get active, hit the gym. Number three, drink one glass of water every morning. First thing before you do anything. Number four, structure your meal times. Get these set for 2020. Number five, structure your training days and times again for 2020 and positivity in your life. Number six, eat more fiber. It's going to help you eat less crap. Number seven, be careful of the social media highlight reels. Number eight, limit your social media time and listen to podcasts or listen and read some books. And number nine, start building your support network. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's all. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, we will be back next week. We'll be back with... next week with a nutrition podcast. We're going to delve into a bit more nutrition now because we're getting to January. It's going to be starting important. It's going to be important even. Uh, we're going to go through a few myths. So join us for that. Yeah, we'll uh, see you then. And happy new year. Because we'll not speak to you again until the new year. So have a good one. Yeah, alright, bye.